the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much, and a pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings, Cortez Road, U.S. 41, 14th Street, right there by Lowe's, Dick's Sporting Goods. You know where it's located, home of the very best wings. And tonight, if you're out there driving around, coming home from work, and you need something to eat, this is the place to be, half-price wings. I mean, does it get any better than that? No. And uh, Danny Carter is here, John Booth, uh, is on his way, as you can imagine, practice going overtime tonight simply because we haven't had very many practices lately, right, Danny? No, they got to iron a few things out after last night, and knowing he wasn't uh, overly happy with the offensive performance, you know, he and I texted back and forth after the game, and uh, other than that, I, you know, we spoke highly of the defense. The defense did a tremendous job. Well, there's one of the Booth brothers. All right. And so I'm sure the other one's not far behind. Yeah, you just keep on coming. <laughs> Don't stop over there. <laughs> We've got James Booth, offensive coordinator here. And uh, John is on his way. But, of course, the uh, Hurricanes victorious last night. Big win over Palmetto, 7-3. to three. And it's just high school's a crazy, crazy game. Football in general is crazy. If you watched any high school and college games over the weekend, anything and everything could happen. And, of course, um, it has in a span of a week and a half. You had the offense scoring 56 points up in Alabama and then last night kind of bogging down and getting seven. But lo and behold, what's the defense do? They basically pitch a shutout, allow three points, and, and really get the win for the Hurricanes and a huge win, seven to three. James Booth, offensive coordinator, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, I know you guys had to hit the practice field a little bit longer than normal simply because you haven't seen the practice field much lately, right? Yeah, and, and we, we have to get ready for Venice, quick turnaround. Uh, you know, we had to make sure that we're prepared for them, also learning from the mistakes that we did from last night. Yeah, and uh, here comes John, but it's very, uh, very strange when you get two games like we saw and where everything – is just clicking really to perfection in Alabama. I mean, right. you, you can't – yeah, we had the interception return. There's a few things. But overall, it, it had to grade out a pretty high grade in Alabama, right? Yeah, I was really pleased with how everything went, uh, you know, outside of the uh, the pick six that we threw. I mean, we were pretty flawless, and, and uh, we're going score for score with them uh, pretty much throughout the entire game. And, and I really liked the way they finished. Uh all the way up to the final Hail Mary that we just threw up uh, as a chance throw. And, and uh, you know, going into last week, I was really confident with, uh, with our guys. And, and uh, you know, we, we preached all, all the first two days that we had, uh, you know, take care of the football. 
we kept Palmetto in the game last year with turnovers, and we got to take care of the football, and, and uh, we just we just didn't do it last last night. Ten turnovers in two games against Palmetto, but we're two and zero. Oh right. In those two games, so somehow, some way, and, and I know what that how was last night. John Booth, welcome in. Thank you. It was the defense. Uh, the defense came to play last night. Yep. And uh, you know, I, and I know it's. It's sometimes coach talk, and, and but I'm always the optimist, and, and I like the fact that coming out of that first game, I could see the offense getting a little big-headed, okay, because it was so easy. Things came very easy in that game, and, and I imagine uh, they were a little bit upset that we gave up a lot of points. I'm not going to say anything, but it's human nature, right? That, man, I, we put up so many points, and we didn't win the game. Well, lo and behold, what's happened? The defense wins the game for us last night. Well, so I think that is going to help as this season. Well, goes I think on. so, and that's something that we really stressed with uh, with, with our entire team uh, in particular. And I know James talked with with our offense through our offensive meetings all week that this is a team, and we're going to we're going to have ups and downs on both sides of the ball. Sometimes you know, the offense is going to be really strong. Sometimes the defense is going to be really strong, and, and we're going to there's going to come a point where offensively. We're not going to play well. It's not going to be our night. Weather, uh, turnovers, things, things like that that happen. And we saw that uh, really kind of unfold uh, last night uh, against Palmetto. But, um, you know, we said we can't point fingers. And, uh, and, and to the defensive credit, uh, every time that we, you know, put them in a bad situation, you're hearing the guys run back on the field and say, we got it, we got it, we got it. And they did that. And they, and they played well and hung tough all night long. Well, A.J. Cole Giovanni is an outstanding quarterback. There's no doubt about it. He just had a little bit of an off night. I mean, you get Cy Young Award winners in baseball. Clayton Kershaw every now and then has an off night. It's just, it, it's going to happen. But I felt we did have, James, some receivers that were open, and, you know, he just we just missed some. That's yeah, and, and I think a lot of that was uh, being off for so long. And, and we practiced on Saturday, and we even had rain right when we practiced. So we didn't really get to throw the ball uh, a lot. Uh, timing was a little off. Um, and, yeah, we did have open guys that we just missed. And, you know, we connect on that. The score could be, you know, a lot different. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and, and I and I told you after the game, I, I liked your play calling. I thought we were pretty diverse. And, uh, you know, Booker would break one. And, lo and behold, it would be a fumble. Mm-hmm. Right, or a so. penalty. Or a penalty, and we just couldn't get out of our own way. And and we didn't do a very good job on the perimeter block, and that's been a point of emphasis particularly today and, and going to be the next uh, two days of practice leading into Venice is our perimeter blocking. We were, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's lazy is the right word, but probably a little too casual with, with our blocking. We weren't moving our feet. Uh, we were we were lunging, and, and they were kind of ripping and, and shedding our, our blocks too easily, which we didn't see the first two games against Armwood and uh, Hewitt. So we got to do a much better job on the perimeter blocking to allow, you know, ourselves in good positions where we're not having to do blocks in the back. We're not having to get holding calls on us on those long runs. And let's give Palmetto credit. Palmetto has a good defense. They do. There's no doubt about it. And they're pretty fast on defense. And that, I was told, leading up to this game by multiple people in Palmetto, that's the strength of this team. Well, yeah, they're, they're a very strong uh, uh, defense. They, they've got a great secondary 
uh, with, with lots of experience. They had two transfers in, one from Braden River, one from Southeast. Uh, Mike Collins has been a couple-year starter for them at the, at the safety position. So they've, they've got a, a nice secondary, uh, one of the better ones that we'll see most of the year. Uh, but then they've got pretty active linebackers as well and, and all pretty athletic. That being said, I, I still believe that if we play our normal game, we're scoring 24 to 30 points, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But, uh, again, the defense came through when they needed to, and we're going to talk a lot about the defense tonight. And But one more thing with the offense. Isn't it just human nature that when things come so easy – that sometimes you think you can just step out there. Well, and I think I think uh, we're really focusing on uh, this game can humble you from one in week a, to the next in a hurry. In a hurry, and you know we got guys that you know are, we're we're really excited about and, and uh, how they played really well. And and uh, this week it wasn't our night, and and uh, hopefully on Friday we can turn it around. Yeah, I mean, look, Venice is an outstanding team, and. It's one thing I didn't, and, and I don't want to really rehash all the controversy on playing Saturday, playing Monday, but I do want to point this out, that if there's a team that's going to be put at a disadvantage, it's Manatee, because if you look on the schedule, I believe we're at Venice Friday night. Mm-hmm. Palmetto is playing Southeast, not to take anything away from the Seminoles. Mm-hmm. They're not the team that Venice is. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, you know. Well, and and that's something that we, you know, that we I address with the guys uh, before practice, and then when we when we finish practice, that, you know, people when they when they open up the paper, they want to see results. They're not gonna they're not gonna remember that. Hey, we just had a a hurricane hit here on Wednesday. We've been out of school for three days, haven't practiced in a week. Nobody want they want to see results on Friday. or on Monday, and and now coming in on a short week, people are going to forget that we just played a game on Friday or on Monday. It, it doesn't matter, and so we've got to get ourselves mentally, physically ready uh, to go out there and play a good, very good Venice football team uh, on a on a short week. We got to throw out the excuses. This is a playoff uh, atmosphere every time we play Venice, whether it's in week two, three, or week 10 that we had a couple years ago, it's always uh, a playoff environment. So our guys have to be ready to go. Um, no, there's no excuses. And we're always going to get the best shot. Absolutely. From teams, just because we are Manatee, yep. and we've got the tradition, and you know Palmetto, Palmetto always plays well against us. They do. And Venice, they're going to play well. Venice hasn't beaten us in a while. I mean, maybe I'll throw that out as a trivia question later. I'll have to find the answer first. But it's been a while since mm-hmm. Venice has beaten us. And there's nothing they would like more than to knock us off. They're coming off a big win over a team from Georgia. Right. So they're riding high right now. Yep. They've got an experienced quarterback. they got a very fast running back. They're a very, very good team. But we played good teams. Yep. So it's not like we're going to step out there and say, whoa, this speed is something we haven't seen. Right. We've seen about the, all there is to see, and we've only played three games this year. Right. And and the thing about Venice is they're always uh, very disciplined. You're not going to – they're not going to be the uh, necessarily the most athletic team always. They've got some tremendous athletes, not to take anything away from, from their personnel. But uh, but what they do is they, they always play physical and they're very very disciplined and so um, we have to uh, uh, not, we're not going to have to just match it we've got to be better than that we've got to be disciplined on our perimeter blocking we've got to be disciplined um, with our strength calls on defense and making sure that we're wrapping up and uh, they've got a, a really good tight end they've got a really good wide receiver uh, and some speed out of the backfield as well so we're, I mean we're going to have to be disciplined on on what we do defensively and when we have opportunities to make tackles make those tackles.
How did the team react today off the game last night? How was practice today? Practice was fantastic. I was I was just talking uh, to the coaches as we were coming in off the field, and, and uh, you know, maybe I was expecting uh, the, the worst, you know, and, and guys being sore and banged up, and, and, and we had certainly had that, um, and some guys we held out of practice, but um, – but the the energy at practice was fantastic. Um, the, the the tempo, um, guys running around. So I was really really pleased at how uh, they approached this practice tomorrow. Now today was just in helmet, so there was no contact, and uh, it was more of just a, uh, a a mental day. But we were doing everything at full speed, and so uh, tomorrow we'll throw on the shoulder pads and and. Uh, add a little bit more contact to it but um all in all i thought it was a fantastic first day especially coming off of of, of a game last night now talk about who came out of that game a little banged up Tariq milton limited in the second half is he okay he's fine he was cramping up pretty bad um and and again that's one of those things that you don't get to practice for a week kind of get you out of your routine and, and, and drinking fluids like you normally would and things like that, and your condi- just your conditioning that we would get in practice. Um, he was cramping up in his calves and his hamstrings, so um, really didn't have him at all in the second half. Um, Josh Muldoon, uh, our left tackle, went out. Uh, or he, he was hurt in the game, played on a, a pretty, pretty bad sprained ankle. Uh, Josh Booker finished the game, but he's dealing with uh, some swelling in his ankle as well. Uh, so those those guys were uh, held out of practice today and, and going to do some rehab throughout the rest of this week. But um, everybody else was back out there. AJ was out there fine, and, and Tariq was running around fine. So um, everybody was pretty healthy. What do you think about Muldoon? Uh, we're going to kind of see day by day how that goes. Um, if If we get closer to Thursday and it doesn't look good, uh, we'll, we'll we'll kind of rearrange our offensive line. We'll move uh, Seth back out to to uh, tackle and and slide uh, Zach Reeves over to our left guard. We'll have Colton Deeser back this week at center, uh, which puts George Lardis back at the right guard. So we we'll we'll be fine. Uh, certainly want to you know we want to be full strength and, and like have, to have that Mal- one extra right right and have Muldoon out there as well. But um, but uh, we've, we've got some things we can do to make sure that we're, we're still functioning at a high level. We really haven't been at full strength on the line, right? No, uh, it, seem, it seems like, uh, I guess, really into to week one or that kickoff classic against Armwood. Uh, but, uh, no, and, and that's that's kind of part of it. We need to kind of get some, some good luck and get guys healthy. But, uh, you know, it's uh, what's good and I guess maybe encouraging is that we're, we're not necessarily at full strength everywhere and we're still, um, you know, playing some good football. All right, we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we'll introduce you to our players of the game. Manatee over Palmetto last night, 7-3. to We'll be back with more live from Buffalo Wild Wings right after this. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru, where we treat you like family. 
Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop. Costantino Body Shop. First Manatee Bank is now a proud sponsor of Manatee Hurricane Football. Isn't it time for a better banking system? First Manatee Bank is a true hometown community bank, and that's hard to find these days. First Manatee Bank has a staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, First Manatee will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parrish, there's a First Manatee branch close to you or bank online at firstmanatee.com. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. The team at Sleep King of Sarasota gives you what you're really after, a great night's sleep at a reasonable price, guaranteed. Here's Sleep King owner, Stephen Profit. Customers really appreciate our comfort guarantee, which is a 30-day comfort exchange, meaning if you buy the product and you get it home within 30 days, too soft, too firm, you just don't like it for some reason, you can come back in to reselect something that works better. Visit Stephen and the team at Sleep King of Sarasota today, a block south of Bee Ridge off 41, online at sleepking.net. AM 930, stress saver, traffic report. Good evening, 75 northbound, a little slow between State Road 64 and Manatee River Bridge. This update brought to you by Meridian Research and Soda Bridge northbound. Still a little slow on the north end of that span. No problems on the business 41 bridge or the Skyway. State Road 64 looking pretty good. Had a crash reported around uh, State Road 70 and 41. No problems on University Parkway, Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's all in good shape. And State Road 72 still closed in both directions between Mayaka State Park Road and Seidel Road due to some emergency road work. Meridian Research needs volunteers for a variety of new medical research studies at their five Tampa Bay area clinics. 888-77-STUDY-ONLINE-NEWS-STUDY-INFO.COM. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads in for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Buffalo Wild Wings here in Bradenton as we're talking about last night's big win. And for those of you who didn't realize, yes, we played some football on Labor Day evening Just a strange, strange set of occurrences that led us 
to last night's game, and we really didn't talk much about that. But what it was uh, last Wednesday when the monsoons hit, and Wednesday really was the heaviest rainfall that we got, and it was just unbelievable. At the sheriff's office, the whole parking lot was underwater. We had some people. I, I left the office around 5.30, and there were people who didn't realize how much it was raining. Their cars were underwater in the middle of the parking lot. And at that point, I had never seen that yeah. there. I said, oh, my gosh. And then on the way home, I saw just how devastating that rain had been. Yeah. Then we continued to get rain Thursday. They canceled school Thursday and Friday. Right. So then you, you knew, obviously, we weren't playing Friday night, then it just became, okay, when will the field be dry enough to play? Well, they ended up canceling all after-school activities on Wednesday as well. So we weren't able to get the practice in on Wednesday. School was canceled Thursday and Friday. Um, And uh, we were fortunate to at least get out and kind of run around a little bit on Saturday. Um, And it it really kind of stopped raining all day. And we get out on the field to go practice, and it started raining during our our, our stretch. And so uh, that field kind of got pretty soggy out there so really we didn't have a a, a really good day of practice since last tuesday a week ago and so um you know it's as much as you want to you know not use excuses and things like that we you know that definitely does have an effect on you and and not only just just getting out there in the conditioning of practice and things like that but just what we do offensively and 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 our routes and timing and things like that that you just you kind of build and 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 kind of the, the repetitive nature of what we do uh, throughout practice, we just weren't able to do. And I'll, and I'll say this, kudos to the school administrators in the county because I think it was absolutely the right call because obviously football and the other things are secondary when you have a storm out there, right. you've got flooding in the area, and obviously you never know what these storms are going to do. And we've seen great damage from tropical storms, and that's basically what this was until it hit up uh, – well, in and, and, and our field, we were underwater Wednesday when I left school. I uh, drove past the stadium, and, and our field was underwater then. And, and it, like you had mentioned, it, it continued to rain all day Thursday and, and really kind of let up a little bit maybe on Friday. But um, uh, our, our principal, Don Sauer, and, and Danielle Lapointe, our athletic director, both walked the field um, Friday and and, uh, and even on Saturday, and they said there's there's no way we can play on a Saturday. So they, they made the call early enough, and and uh, I, I I believe it was the right call as well. And two days of sunshine, Sunday yeah. and Monday, and the field last night was in good field, good yeah. condition, wasn't yeah. it? Can't change. complain about it. I mean, I, I thought I thought it was uh, in great shape. I, I don't think any of that was an issue. It did start to rain during the game, but right. uh, but the even field, then it held up fine yeah, during the rain. There wasn't a problem at all. Yeah, and, and so that's what led us to play Monday night. And, and, and my thought was we have to play this game. Yeah. We can't not play it. Well, yeah, it's – well, number one, I think it's great for our community. I think it's great for our school since we were able to host that game. But it's it's one of those things that these kids have grown up playing one another since youth league ball. And so to, to, to kind of go through your three years of high school waiting for your fourth year to be able to come out and play Palmetto at home, it's, it's one of those big games that you'll remember for a long, long time. And so uh, to, to not play that was really not an option for us. So we, we, we were, we were going to play, whether it was going to be on a Saturday or going to play on a Monday, we were going to get it in. I thought the crowd ended up pretty good. Yeah, At first did. I was like, where is everyone? And all of a sudden it filled in very nicely right. on both sides. Yep. Right. Yeah, it was a nice crowd. They, they traveled well. So And they always do. And, uh, you know, again, you, we always look at Palmetto like, oh, it's Palmetto. They're, they're you know, it's kind of a small school. Well, no, not anymore. 
Palmetto's a 7A school. They're up there with the big boys. Yep. They're with Braden River and Venice, yep. mm-hmm. one of the toughest districts in the state. And, you know, to be honest with you, I hope Palmetto, uh, you know, goes down and beats Venice. Yeah. And um, I can't say that against Braden River, two county teams. <laughs> I just hope that's a good game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Being, being politically correct, yeah. I'll tell you what I really feel after the show. Yeah, I think you might know. Um, but anyway, let's move on to our players of the game. Uh, we've got uh, Seth Walter and Garrett Ware. Uh, kind of different. Seth Walter, offense slash defense, because uh, he was going both ways last night. Did a great job late in the game. He was putting all sorts of yep. pressure on Spicer and really kind of iced the game for us. Ware, I thought, was all over the field and did a good job with his snaps, too. He uh, was Very on the good. money with his snaps last night. So I thought both of them played outstanding. Obviously, they're players of the game. Gene Brown has uh, which one first, Gene? Um, let's go with Seth. So start out first, get things going. As far as the offensive lineman, you know, as an offensive lineman, I got to go there. But also as a long snapper, I can go that way too. But let's start out with Seth. We're talking about uh, condition today after coming off, you know, the weird week last week, and then coming out today. How was? Uh, how you? How do you feel? Well, I think everybody's sore from the game and uh, tired, but we had a good practice today. Good. Uh, obviously, going a little bit more both ways than uh, anybody else, you feel like you could be a little bit more ready uh, as we get into Venice being uh, the exciting week? Yeah, I think I can be more in shape. I need to be more in shape, but overall, I think I'm ready. Good. Um, if you had a preference, where would you want to be more uh, on defense or offense? Definitely defense. What? Love defense. Yeah, Coach Booth over there, uh, both of them are smiling at you. But um, coming into that game, was it was it kind of weird the way things went with the week and, and just the emotion? Yeah, we didn't get to practice like we normally do, so we weren't all ready. But what I've, what I've talked to a lot of people today, uh, coming off a 78-56 to 56 game down to a 7-3 to three game, what's more exciting? Uh I like the seven to three game because it went faster. That's about it. <laughs> and we won. Yeah. And we won. All right. Well, good job. Keep up the good work. I've got a question for Seth. Seth, how come you just can't go every down on both sides? Can you do that? No, no, that's I, all we're asking. I don't think anyone can do that. You just get too tired. You can't give a hundred percent every right. play. How about eighty percent? Can you do? We don't take Somebody anything else less can than go 100%. 80%. No, no, I mean 80% of the plays, not 80% going. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's right. hard to go both ways. So. All right, we're out with Garrett. Um, coming off uh, 78, going down to three. That makes the defense uh, a little bit excited. How was the week of practice last week? Uh, it was good for the practice that we had. Um, we didn't get a whole lot of practice, but we came out on a Saturday. Uh, got a good practice, and even though it rained pretty hard, um, but we, we put in the work and we got focused. Yeah, I think watching the uh, game last night, obviously, I never felt that Palmetto would get any farther than they got, and the defense really shut them down on a night that the offense struggled a little bit more than normal. Um, I would have never thought we could have only scored seven with the offense we had, but the defense stepped up and did a great job. Yes, sir. There's definitely uh, there's games that where it's going to be like that. Like last week, you know, we had to rely on the offense, and this week they had to rely on us. Hopefully in Venice we can put them both together and get a complete game going. Yeah, so uh, obviously the hype was pretty good last night and some of the uh, things that were being said and all of that and our emotions. Uh, I think we probably hopefully learned from that game to really 
keep our emotions in check and play our game. Yes, sir. There, there's a lot of uh, off off the field stuff that that went on, but um, we're working to to handle it better and, and try and show our show our stuff on the field more. Good. Well, we appreciate it. So great job. Thank you. Yeah, Garrett Ware and Seth Walter are players of the game. They did an outstanding job last night. And John, I I, I know it's a dilemma for you because you you want to have Walter over on the defensive side, but well, and that's what I told Seth. Uh, Earlier in the week, last week, I said, you know, we're going to have to to use you uh, significantly more on the defensive side. And so we're going to basically kind of give him the green light as, you know, give us what you can. And when you need a break, let us know. But we're going to kind of use you as much as possible. And so he's done just a tremendous job for us and uh, just brings a whole lot of athleticism uh, to the defensive side. He's so fast off the ball. Uh, and he's explosive and strong. We've seen that just from from him playing offensive guard and and how good he is and powerful he is on trap pulls and things like that. But uh, um, we we put him in uh, in the spring, got him on some some D end, and it just looked fantastic. And and uh, we're excited about of what he brings to to our defense and and uh, the explosiveness up to the to that defensive line. They absolutely could not block him no. last night. No, and, and we have a, a very hard time. I mean, we put him on the defensive side in practice, and we, you know, we can't block him. So now I wanted to mention several players who played last night, haven't got a lot of playing time up until last night, and really shine. One being Will Ivy. He yep. was all over the field. Yeah, Will did a nice job for us. He uh, he came in uh, last spring and wasn't able to play. Uh, he's recovering from an ACL injury and and uh, and surgery, and and really just got cleared right before we started fall practice and um it has been kind of struggling with that recovery and, and and really last night was his first time to get out there on the field and and he, this this last week of practice was when we were able to see what he was able to do on special teams for us through practice and and some of the uh the other drills and and just really came in and gave us a great spark um he's explosive he's fast off the ball uh he's aggressive and a great open field tackler also, Gage Stevens, a senior, got some good playing time. Yeah, also. and, you know, we, we talked about last week how, you know, we opened up our practice and, and how we evaluated everybody on the defensive side. Everybody's was was, was graded. Uh, everybody got equal reps. And, really, we wanted to see who, who are going to be the guys that, that went out there and, and, you know, gave us great effort in practice and, and graded out execution-wise. And Gage was one of the ones that graded out the highest all week in practice. And so he got a shot and, and did a nice job for us when he got in. Also, Carter Sysak on the defensive line, just a sophomore. Yeah. Big kid, 6'3", 230. Yeah, Carter transferred in from, from Tampa Riverview and, and um, this this summer and, and has just done a nice job at adding some depth, depth to our uh, defensive line and, and uh, really had a nice game last week in Alabama against Hewitt. And, um, you know, his his role now has kind of increased and, and did a nice job for us uh, last night as well. We'll have Kivas Kennedy back against Venice, that's big. He got in a little yep. car wreck, and uh, yep. so he'll be back. And uh, and, and I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't mention, too, uh, the big guy in the middle, Peyton Rozier. Man, I, I thought he really elevated his game last night. He's done such a great job and, and really has focused the, this, this spring and summer to his conditioning. And, um, you know, he was, he was kind of a rotational guy for us, didn't get a whole lot of of, of snaps last year um i would say probably maybe 30 percent of the snaps but uh 
but we're asking him to do a lot more and play a lot longer. Uh, but at 300 pounds, you know, I think at the at the one point in the summer he was about 320, 330, and so he's lost about 30 pounds um, throughout the summer with conditioning and things like that. And I was just really proud of his approach to to getting himself physically ready to go and, and be able to be a guy that we count on um, a lot. And uh, he's doing a nice job for us. Now back to James Booth. James, um, the touchdown we got last night, we were able to get Tariq Milton in the game, and I thought that crossed them up a little bit. I'm not sure they were expecting Milton to come in at that particular time, and we really, really hammered it down, and he was able to get the touchdown. He's such a weapon when he's out of the wildcat. He's very explosive, and we saw that with uh, with AJ running running our jet with the pool, and we he just couldn't really get a good burst going through there and we said if you know Tariq's in there he can he'll get through it and uh he, re- he made a great read pulled it and and uh everybody over pursued and he was able to cut underneath it we've actually got that uh touchdown by Tariq Milton this was the only touchdown of the night believe it or not and it gave us the win 7-3 let's uh let's listen to that touchdown We'll keep it up the middle. Look at Tariq go to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Tariq Milton from 18 yards. Yeah, that was so quick up the middle that they, yeah. they didn't even have a chance. And, well, we we got to talk about what set that all up, though. And what I was saying, oh, my gosh, what a gutsy call. <laughs> Who called that thing? <laughs> a fake punt. And, and you, the, the best fake punts are the ones, obviously, the other team has no idea you're going to do it. I, I In the press box, I was commenting on a fake punt that I remember several years ago that Urban Meyer called in the SEC championship game on his own 20-yard line, yeah. and it turned the whole game around. Right. Uh, he was just looking for some kind of spark, so I was comparing that and everything. Then we find out it's actually Josh Booker. Well, Josh did such a nice job. It was funny. I, I told Dennis uh, Stollard, our, our special teams coach, that uh, said, you know, I'd appreciate if you give me a heads up when, uh, <laughs> when you make that call. And he said, Coach, I never called it. Uh, we had gone over that fake um, all week long and and showed them, you know, here's a here's a, a defensive front or the the punt return setup that that it would look good against. And uh, to Josh's credit, he saw it and they lined up in the exact thing that we, you know, practiced all week. That if they line up in this, this would, would this would be what we would call the fake against. And he saw it, made the check, and, and uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where you saw it. He, he may had to make a guy miss. He made that guy miss, and there was nobody on the sideline. He just made a tremendous play, pretty headsy, uh, but pretty gutsy. I'm, I told him, you're never going to call that again. you got to make sure <laughs> make sure that we know what's so, going on. But, well, how uh, does that work? Will he glance over to you? And We would. We would, uh, we I, mean, would I don't want to give anything away. But. Right. That would be something that we would call um, as we get out there, and if it's not lying up correctly or it's not the defensive set that we need then we would go ahead and call it off and then go through go through the punt so i, I want to know your exact reaction as soon as he takes off my, my exact <laughs> reaction was i walked straight down the sideline to coach Stollard and said what are we doing and uh, uh his his response was pretty much the same as mine but uh you know it's one of those things that you know i i uh, you, you get confidence in, in, in the kids in their preparation. And, uh, you know, A.J. has done the same thing from the quarterback, you know, position where, you know, we he sees something that we've talked about a lot through film study, through just that week of practice, and uh, w- was able to make, you know, we don't necessarily have audibles, but he'll make a check or, or call something off and change the play. And he's done that before, and, and, and it's worked. And so, 
you look at, at that and you say, you know, these guys have that game experience, have that confidence to be able to do that. And Josh was prepared. He saw exactly what we talked about all week long, and made the, he made the right call. What were you thinking, James? I was going to go over to Dennis and say, what a great job that was. <laughs> and, then jo- and Josh told me he got tackled. He said, I just had to call it. And I said, you called it? Oh. <laughs> but it was one of those things that it came at, at the perfect time. Oh, yeah. yep. And, uh, and, we, and, needed and, and yeah. we needed a spark. And, uh, you know, but then we, you know, we got the late hit after right. that as well. That so huge. it ended up being almost a 45-yard play for us and, and set up the ultimately. And they were pressure. on their heels then. Right. They right. were absolutely on their heels, right. and we were able to punch it in. All right, we're going to take our uh, last break of the night, and we'll be back to talk about this week's big game against Venice. We'll be back at Buffalo Wild Wings right after this. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Ferkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Ferkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria, the Beach House in Bradenton Beach, and the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes-in-the-sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. I had deals to be done and sales to be made, but I also had a company to run. And I was spending more of my time on HR, tax, workers' comp, and payroll hassles than I was on making money. That was costing me time and opportunities, so I called Tryon Solutions, local, here in Metro Detroit. Tryon takes the hassle out of running your company, so you can focus on what matters most. Tryon took care of my HR, tax, payroll, compliance, and workman's comp so I could do what I do best, business. And Tryon's working big time. Tryon Solutions works for me. TryonWorks.com. My dad is fuming. 
He just realized a simple strategy would have given him $500 more in his Social Security check each month. There are more than 1,300 ways for married couples to file, and the Social Security office does not help you choose the best one. Free Social Security classes are now being held in Sarasota by Dave Kennan, an accredited National Social Security advisor, one of only 18 such experts in the state of Florida. Do not apply for Social Security benefits until you first take this free one-hour class. Learn rules and strategies that ensure you get all the money you deserve. Sign up now, Tuesday, September 13th and Thursday, September 15th at 6.30 p.m. in Sarasota. Please register early as we are often on a waiting list. 225-7494 or Social Security. RSVP.com 225-7494 or socialsecurityrsvp.com Securities offered through First Allied Securities, member FINRA SIPC 225-7494 or socialsecurityrsvp.com AM 930 Stress Saver Traffic Report Good evening as this Tuesday ride home winds down 75 northbound still seeing some delays as you make your way across the Manatee River Bridge. This update brought to you by Sweet Tomatoes Restaurants more than 25 locations in Florida in the Palmetto area. Tamiami Trail northbound delays between 10th Street East and 17th. No problems on the bridges. Uh, State Road 64, State Road 70 looking pretty good. Uh, Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's in good shape. A reminder, State Road 72 still closed in both directions between Mayaka State Park Road and Sidell due to some emergency road work. How fresh is sweet tomatoes produce? Let's just say within 24 hours of being in the ground, it's out of a refrigerated truck on its way to the restaurant. SweetTomatoes.com. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads in for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Bresto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bresto and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Buffalo Wild Wings. We're here on this Tuesday evening, and boy, it's quite a week for the Hurricanes with a game last night against Cross County rival, Palmetto, big 7-3 win, and then Venice. Wow. What a week, John. What a week. Uh, fortunately, week, uh, we haven't gotten into district play yet either. Right. Well, that's what I told the kids. I said, would you rather practice or play games? Yeah. I'm Definitely. <laughs> we're going to have two games this week, so no, we're excited about it. No doubt about it. Um, we're going to throw out a trivia question, and I have to be honest, I'll have to look up the answer. So when you do the answer, uh, it'll take me a little bit to say whether you're right or wrong, but I'm thinking Danny might have it. Uh, what's our winning streak against Venice? We've got a nice winning streak going. Um, but, again, I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what that winning streak is, but I know it's a pretty good one. Uh, Gene, I think, knows or can look it up. So, uh, anyway, the winning streak against Venice. And I'll give you a hint. The last time they beat us, they had an NFL player playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. That would be Mr. Burton. So, anyway, do the math and uh, let me know when or actually how many years in a row we've beaten Venice because I want to say the last time we lost because that's the negative way. <laughs> how many years in a row have we beat that's Venice, right. right? And we'll extend that on Friday night. Right. Now, let's talk about uh, Venice, what you've seen, James, from their defense. I was looking at some of their game against Camden County. Uh, kind of typical Venice defense, really. Yeah, it's 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 a lot similar to what we saw last night with Palmetto. Uh, you know, four four cover three. What they do a really good job of that we've really 
uh, spoke to our slot receivers about is they like to contain and force everything in. So we got to do a great job of perimeter blocking, uh, allowing our backs or uh, really to get outside. Uh, they like to force everything in and have their backers run the alley and their safety run the alley as well. But they're, they're soft cover three. Uh, we, we like our pass game. Uh, I think we can take advantage of some of that and, and uh, really just tempo uh, pressing, pressing it and going. Now, Venice, their first game, the kickoff classic, they had a very tough game just like Manatee. They knocked off Tampa Plant. Mm-hmm. Then they knocked off Camden County from Georgia. They were supposed to play Riverview in a huge game last week, but it got washed out. So really, arguably, if you count the kickoff classic, that that's as impressive 2-0 as anybody in the state probably. It is, and what they've done a nice job of is creating turnovers. Plant had a lot of turnovers in their game. Camden County had uh, turnovers in, in their game as well. And so, um, you know, we, we talked to, to our offensive guys in meetings today and, and said, what do you think that they're going to be doing uh, this week in practice and preparation? They're going to do turnover circuit drills and, and going to try to force turnovers on us. And so we've got to do a good job with ball security and not give Venice a, a, an opportunity to have extra possessions because they take advantage of it. They're, they're sound defensively. And then offensively, I think they're they're probably a little bit better offensively than Palmetto was. And they'll take advantage of those turnovers that, that uh, we got away with on Monday. I'll agree with that. I, I, I might give Palmetto a slight edge defensively. defensively but yeah. I would give them a not a great edge, but a pretty darn good edge mm. offensively. They got mm. Bryce Carpenter. Yeah. Outstanding quarterback, John. Yeah, he is. And, and uh, he does a nice job of, of uh, extending plays. But he's a physical, tough runner, and they utilize him a lot in their run game. Then they've got the little running back who's yep. very he's got fast. Some, yeah, got some great speed. And, and they've got a, a, a pretty uh, highly recruited tight end who just committed to Syracuse this summer. They've got a, a pretty highly recruited um outside receiver as well who uh, they like to send deep and do some double moves and things like that with him and so um, they've got some talented kids on the offensive side and uh, and ultimately it, it comes down to us um, being physical at the line of scrimmage on uh, up front on the defensive line and and uh, if we can control the line of scrimmage I like our shot I think we have somebody who has the answer to the trivia question and before we get to that how has it prepared us I mean playing Armwood, Trustville, and Palmetto? Well, you know, it's it, it, they're all kind of different. Um, you know, we saw a, a kind of a physical ground-and-pound team in Palmetto that they're going to try to run the ball really no matter what the situation was. They were going to try to uh, own the line of scrimmage and be physical up front. Um, I, I think Armwood was probably trying to find their identity offensively, uh, just loaded with, with skill talent, but I think still trying to piece things together. Um, and so I think we, we – I don't think they got the ball to, on the perimeter to their playmakers as well, but we did a nice job of being able to, to see speed and, and rally the ball and make plays. Uh, Hewitt was a very uh, explosive, disciplined offense. I don't think they had – nearly the amount of athletes that we saw against uh, Armwood, but they were very disciplined on what they did. And so we saw a whole wide range of, of offenses, and uh, hopefully that's going to be enough to prepare us uh, for most of the teams that we see. All right. Gene, go ahead. Okay, we're out here. Tell us your name. My name is Sharon. All right, and you think you have the uh, trivia question, Sharon? I do. I think that we've won five in a row. We lost in 09, but have won every year since, but did not play last year. Is that correct? Gene, is it right? Gene, is it right? 
No, well, if you remember in 09, did we not play, lost to them in the regular season, but beat them in the playoffs. So it's six in a row is what I got. Mm. And we, we played them <laughs> in the preseason also. So it's six is what I got. In the spring. Yeah, we, but we, we don't count that because so, that doesn't count. So are we going to give it or are we going to not? I mean, well, it's five it's regular season games. Okay, all right. All right, get the uh, we'll, some whatever uh, wings. All right. is, yep, get something. Yep. Yep. Yay! Uh, well, I mean, it used to be that we were in the same district as Venice yeah. mm-hmm. and had some uh, outstanding games with them. And, boy, back in the day when they had Trey Burton, and, man, I mean, that he never played quarterback in college, but he was a heck of a quarterback in high school. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, my gosh. And uh, we just – We've had great games with them going back all the way to 2000, mm-hmm. right? When they, I think it was 2000 when we missed the field goal. Um, I believe that's right. Yeah. Joe's 2000, maybe 2001. Joe's last game, his first go around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and that year Venice went on, and I believe won the state championship, and just crushed teams yeah. in winning. And we, you know, to this day feel like, oh man, if we had got by Venice, we probably yep. would have captured another state championship mm-hmm. was that a year after yep you left after we graduated okay. yep uh man i can remember that kick like it was yesterday uh had the distance and just i think it was about 35 yards mm-hmm. i believe and uh just didn't get there mm-hmm. went went a little bit off to the left yeah, actually that year too you go back that thanks to venice for going on to the state championship and winning by so much it took Manatee out of the record book for most points allowed in a state championship game. So, uh-huh. Yeah, now, and it was, was Dwyer, too, I think. Yeah. yeah, and I looked up a couple other things. The first time this series was ever played was 1975. They met in a thing called the Rotary Bowl. And it was actually down there. It wasn't under uh, Coach Powell did not have the stadium underneath his name at that point in time. But the first time was in 1975. And then they didn't play again for 25 years. Wow. So they took a long hiatus before they ever got back really to where they played on a regular basis. But uh, that's a long time. The series has been there, but it's not something that's been on a regular basis year in and year out. And, you know, they went different ways, too, and went into two different classifications. So that kind of upset the whole thing. And we didn't play last year. Right. And uh, fortunately, they're back on the schedule now, and hopefully that'll be for some time. And that's what uh, Coach Peacock and I talked about uh, as we were setting up. Uh, the way it didn't really work out for us last season, and uh, that's w- which is why we got together in the spring. Um, but with, with doing that, we wanted to uh, you know, plan to make sure that we had this game each and every year because it's, it's good for both schools. It's a great opponent, and uh, we know that they're going to be well coached and um, as we kind of prepare for our district play. All right, we just got a couple minutes left, and we usually uh, you know, maybe touch a little college football at the end of the show. And I got to do it tonight because it was one of the best weekends we'll have all year. Did you guys get a chance to see any of it? Saw yeah. a few of them, yeah. Wow, last night I get home and Ole Miss is all over yeah. Florida State, and then lo and behold, Seminoles did what they usually do behind the quarterback from IMG, Francois, right. came storming back. He, he played really, really well. He I, did. I, I said they found their quarterback. They'll have a great season, and, and uh, game one he looked really good. And I'll Ole Miss what, just couldn't cover anybody. And he threw with pressure, and, yeah. and uh, guys in, in the pocket. Did, yeah, did a great job. And the Sunday night game, that was a great yeah. game. 
Texas. Texas, Texas, Texas may be back. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I like Charlie Strong. You know, I, I think too. he's a great coach, uh, and, and he just hasn't had the offense to go with the defense. And now he's got a young quarterback, some playmakers out there. Uh, I'm really excited for Texas. And I, I really like the storyline of what they've done with, with uh, was it Swoop? Yeah. Swoops, that yeah. how, uh, you know, once being a starter, now you've lost your job to a true freshman, but understanding what your role is. And, um, and accepting and, and accepting that, and uh, it's knowing that you're going to get some opportunities and, and be able to make the most of those. And, and boy, did he have some opportunities and, and came up huge on some of those runs, especially in overtime. That freshman is a gunslinger. Yeah, he is. And he's a true freshman. He came in in January. I don't even know if you could say true freshman anymore, though. When they come right. in in January, they go through all of spring. Well, I thought it was it was uh, interesting. I think Herb Street was talking about it last night about how you see you're seeing more and more young quarterbacks as freshmen coming in and being able to play and play at a high level uh, and how prepared these guys are coming out of high school. I think uh, it, it's, it's all uh, over. Yeah, and, and it's it's year-round playing now with seven-on-seven seven and things. The guys are getting more experience. That uh, that age thing that used to be kind of a, a big factor it doesn't really seem to be one anymore. Jacob Eason, true yeah. freshman starting at Georgia now. Didn't start the other day, but I guarantee he's right. the starter from here on out. Yeah, he went in pretty early. They beat North Carolina, and that was – one of the big games that the SEC won, but there were a lot of them the SEC lost also. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were playing people, you know, right, right. some of the top schools. So you're, you're going to lose some. Right. You know, going to Wisconsin and losing isn't a disgrace. Right. You know, right. but LSU, they've got some issues. Hey, we're going to be on the air Friday night as the Hurricanes take on Venice. Thanks, guys, for being here. Thank you. And good luck against the Venice Indians. We'll be on the air at 7, 730 kickoff. Until then. This is Dave Bristow from Buffalo Wild Wings. So long, everyone. I've been teaching organic chemistry for the last 17 years. So I'm pretty good with complex calculations. But when I started thinking about my retirement, I was pretty stumped. Luckily, I have TIAA as my financial partner. Together, we retro-synthetically analyzed my financial future, which is organic chem speak for we figured it out. Your personal success takes a financial partner who values it as much as you do. Learn more at TIAA.org. It started at Bunko Night. A little tickle my throat, says Sandra. Then comes Colin barking like a seal. That cough, that's the flu. And then it spreads to Edna, to Wiley, to Marjorie. But when it comes to your door, you won't be answering because you got your flu shot at Rite Aid, where they care about you and your health. So while they're seeing doctors and sweating through fevers, you'll be teaching your granddaughter the two-deck shuffle. Shield yourself at Rite Aid before it's too late. If you're over 65, the CDC recommends flu and pneumonia shots. No appointments necessary, and they're free with Medicare Part B. Rite Aid. With us, it's personal. Flu vaccines available while supplies last. Age restrictions apply in some states. See pharmacy for... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.